Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. We've all had it, that big idea. And we know that if we do nothing, it's never going to happen. In a recent US-based Fiverr study, 25% of people had business ideas in the past 18 months, but the majority never pursued them due to a lack of resources. Visit Fiverr.com today to turn nothing into something special. Welcome back to 929. I'm your host, Ishan Akbar, bringing you this award-winning podcast from Fiverr.com. This week, I'm joined by someone who created a business that changed the way we consume media forever. It's the first CEO of Netflix, Mark Randolph. When Mark first had the original idea for Netflix, he was told by many people that the idea simply wouldn't work. Spoiler alert, those people were wrong. And that's why he's here to tell us that nobody knows anything. What a bold statement to make. When did you realize this, that that this could be a possibility? Well, I've spent nearly four decades as an entrepreneur, so it did not spring on me at the very, very beginning. It took a while to realize it. And you've got to understand the context for nobody knows anything. It basically means that no one has any idea in advance if an idea is any good or not. That the only way to really know if an idea is any good is to try it. So tell us, give give us a bit of a context of the journey before Netflix. What were you doing before Netflix entered your brain as an idea? Well, I've been an entrepreneur all of my life. I mean, even starting very young, I was always a person who kind of saw the world as an imperfect place and wanted to fix it, wanted to fill in holes, wanted to do things that weren't being done. And in fact, Netflix was my sixth startup. So prior to that, I had founded a couple of mail order companies, a magazine. I had worked for a company doing, making a little sheet-fed scanner. So a pretty random, eclectic blend of uh, holes in the world that I thought needed to get filled. And so tell us about the time you started thinking about Netflix, because as you well know, it's completely revolutionized the way we consume media. How did that happen? Well, The genesis for Netflix was the genesis for a lot of things, which is uh, I was being uh, pushed out of a job, which is a little too uh, harsh here. Actually, the company that I was working for, a company that had been founded and was being run by a guy named Reed Hastings, was being acquired. And I was not going to go along with the new company. And I said, this is the perfect opportunity for me to do company number six. All we needed was an idea. And I pitched all kinds of crazy ideas to read. I pitched personalized shampoo. I pitched custom dog food. I pitched sporting goods that were made to order for you. And one of the ideas I pitched was video rental by mail. And not surprisingly, everyone said that will never work. And they would have been right because when I had that original idea, the world was all about VHS, those big, heavy, expensive cassettes that movies came on. 
And that idea got abandoned. And the lucky break, if there was one, was right at that time, they launched this new technology called the DVD. And when Reed mentioned he had read about this, both of us all of a sudden realized this might allow us to dust off that old idea of video rental by mail we discarded a few months ago. And right then and there, we turned our car around because we were commuting to work at the time, drove back to where we lived, tried to buy a DVD. There weren't any. So settled for buying a used music CD and mailing it to Reed's house, kind of demonstrating to ourselves that in fact, you could mail a movie to somebody. And if there was a inciting event, as they say in screenwriter speak, that was probably it. Was there a particular moment you remember when Netflix became this thing that you realized, oh God, this is massive? There was a, there was a moment when I realized Netflix may actually be significant. I was doing the New York Times crossword puzzle one morning. The clue was a service with a Q. And all of a sudden I realized, oh my gosh, the answer is Netflix. It is in the New York Times crossword puzzle. <laughs> and it was at that moment that I realized, oh my gosh, this is actually way more than I expected it to be. So as you mentioned, for every Netflix idea, there are a couple of food-based ideas or other such things that didn't quite see the light of day. How do you maintain the resilience and the passion and determination to keep going with another idea that you really believe in? So one of the most important little tricks that I've learned over the years is a simple one is I don't fall in love with my ideas. I fall in love with my problems. The idea is going to abandon you. The idea is going to be flawed and you're going to realize so quickly what a bad idea it is. The problem never goes away. In fact, with each failed experiment, you've just learned more about the problem, more about the customer, more about the issues. That is infinitely fascinating and gives you this passion to keep on trying to solve that problem. Given that your lesson is nobody knows anything, have you found yourself saying that things might not work when you were presented with an idea? And have you regretted ever doing that? No, the funny thing is that I've come to believe that there's really no such thing as a good idea. Every single idea is flawed in some way, and we just don't know it yet. Every single large successful company that you can name did not start out doing the thing that they're now successful with. They started out some, sometimes completely in a different direction and through this path of discovery, migrated their way to the thing that does work. So when someone says that'll never work or nobody knows anything, it's really a reminder to you that the only way to know is to try it. Um, and so of course, Every idea I hear, I go, well, that's a pretty bad idea, but that's okay. Let's figure out a way to try it. Let's learn why it's a bad idea. Now, given that you're saying to our listeners, you know, that nobody knows anything and you're speaking specifically about the fact that no one knows the outcome of something necessarily, you don't create something as brilliant as Netflix by accident, something that becomes culturally so significant has entered our vocabulary and nomenclature. What were the things that helped you the most? Well, so first of all, I'm going to challenge your very basic premise here, which is that you have no idea that the thing you're starting is going to achieve the size or scale that something like Netflix has. I mean, never in a million years had you told me in April of 1998 that one day 
this ridiculous little company uh, in an old bank building with dirty green carpets is one day going to be making its own movies and one day producing its own TV shows and one day be in every country in the world. And that there's going to be this thing called Netflix and chill. I mean, I never saw any of that coming, but it's true. I mentioned before that I'd been a part now of starting seven companies. You know, two of them were big successes. One of them, a complete flame out. But if you had asked me at the beginning from each of them, which is going to be which, never could have told you. Truly, no one knows anything. Netflix, it took us a year and a half to finally get to a business model which actually worked. It took us nine years to get to streaming. It took us another five years to do proprietary content. To think that you understand and realize and get this vision of how amazing this could become at the beginning is crazy. Never. Uh, Now, I know your lesson is nobody knows anything, but what's the one thing you definitely do know about making a new venture successful? What advice would you have for someone looking to start their own journey? The single biggest thing that separates the people who are successful at this business from the ones who aren't is that we all started. We had the courage to take that first step. We did something. If you are waiting with this great idea and you're building it up in your head because you are, it's so beautiful, but you can't figure out how to start it, it's just gonna end up always being this idea you never tried. Mark, thank you so much for your time on 929. I've really enjoyed chatting to you. It's been a pleasure. Well, thanks for having me. When Mark started posting DVDs through letterboxes, he could not have known that Netflix would become the global giant that it is. But neither did the people he pitched the idea to. Mark is clearly someone who thinks of an idea and gives it a go. If you believed everyone that said no to an idea, I don't think we'd have anything. Imagine what the Wright brothers went through to get airplanes off the ground. 929 is a part of the Fiverr family. Thank you so much for listening. Please leave us a review and I'll see you soon. Bye-bye. 